So two years down the road, you were living in uh, Los Angeles, California. City of Angels. Yeah. Two years from now? Like, like, Like you're still living there is what I mean. Okay. How's it going? It's okay. Yeah. You know, you, uh, you're doing all the spots you can, you know, constantly, yeah. uh, writing new material. You had yeah. a pitch to, um, the food network that, uh, ended disastrously, but <laughs> what, what do you mean? You were like, um, you wanted to do the food networks first, like fictional TV show. <laughs> like you wanted yeah. to like so like so your pitch to them was about like you know a thousand years in the future what humanity would be like if we had uh, a colony on the moon that declares independence against you know against earth so you um you pitched that and and the name what? yeah so basically what it was is that to the food yeah network. so what happened is uh i'm pitching them like hard sci-fi yeah uh the moon why because you just you know you think like this is a direction they need to go to differentiate themselves from all the stuff on the internet. The name of the series is, uh, moon versus earth. The ultimate battle. Oof. That's dog shit. <laughs> what do you mean? Moon versus Earth, the ultimate. I mean, I feel battle. like it kind of sums it up pretty. Uh... So anyway, so you pitch it to the Food Network, and they are not happy. So, um, you know, they don't pick it up or whatever. But um, they did give you like a retainer fee of sixty thousand dollars. Great. Thrilled. Thrilled. Absolutely thrilled. So you, you get that money and uh, you're like, holy shit. And like you feel really good. You feel like things are working out finally. Even though your uh, series didn't get picked up by the Food Network and your name is Mud around town. But why is it Mud? Because people are like, like, people are like, like at like, you know, all the parties where the executives are hanging out, they're like, did you hear about this fucking idiot who, um, fucking idiot is what they would they say. They call to you me. a fucking idiot. They call me a fucking idiot. Yeah. When you, uh, pitched it to the food network guy, he called you that to your face and became this legendary story. About calling me a fucking idiot. Yeah. You pitched, uh, I mean, it really made no sense for you to, uh, yeah, Matt, I know that. So it becomes this like this legendary thing. <clears throat> so anyway, the point is that uh, you're kind of hanging out and you have this a little surplus of money and you're thinking to yourself like it's going to be a minute before the entertainment industry will like hire me back. You know what I mean? So um, you uh, you take that money and you uh, invest in a new business. Hot dog cart. Oh. It's called Delicious Dogs. D A W G Z. Oh, no. D A W G Z. Yeah. 
So um, you end up, uh, you know, having this uh, hot dog cart, and like things are going well. So am I? Am I operating this hot dog? Yeah, cart? It, it's a it's a, it's a staff of one. <laughs> it's just you. Okay, because when you say you invest in it, it makes it sound like I'm paying somebody or I'm like financing part of this and I'll get a cut of what's earned at the end of the year. But you're saying I just flat out purchase and or, or, or rent a hot dog cart and then operate that hot dog cart on the streets of Los Angeles. Yeah. And you go, hey, hot dogs ready for you to eat. And people like pull over, like like there's like people who like will like s- like slam on their brakes, you know what I mean, as they're driving past you in the highway, Why? because you you yell something out and it's so clever it makes them stop. Jesus like you, you yell like, uh, "Who let the dogs out? I did." You hold up like a hot dog, and people like, you know, like they almost die. You know what I mean when they when they uh, pull off the road. Do the Baja men know about no. that? And if you f- and if they knew. It'd be a problem. Really? Oh, absolutely. The Baja men at this point are not playing around. <laughs> they're going, they're after, going people. after people. If you're if you, if you do a parody Man. of them, even though it's legal, they'll come after you. Street justice. Yeah, from it's the Baja a whole thing. Man. The Baja men are not to be trifled with. <laughs> so you're doing the uh, the whole hot dog thing and. You know what? Honestly, like things are going pretty well. You know, you're making money. You uh, you enjoy the job. Things are pretty cool. Yeah. Then one day, um, you read the newspaper that there's a new minor league team coming to Los Angeles. What what sport? Baseball, baby. A minor league and a new minor league baseball yeah. team. Are they affiliated with like major league baseball or are they? You're not really certain. It's never really explained. They're called the Softville Sausages. The Softville Sausages? <sighs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> I mean, but like, who are they playing? Uh, they play like other random minor league um, uh, teams. They play like the the Timbuktu Timberwolves. Uh, they play the um, Old York Confederates. And they they're just traveling internationally as a minor league baseball yeah. team, but they're not affiliated with Major League Baseball. No. That's. All right. One second. I got to plug in my uh, laptop. One second. You know, Pat could could have been prepared. But here we are. Just you and me. You know, things... Uh, could be better right now. It could be worse. It's just a tough 
getting into a new situation. Pat's back. Sorry, I'll, I'll edit that out. All right, ready? You don't have to. It was such a long thing. <laughs> you should leave it in. Mm. All this, too. So, you're... You kind of become a fan of the Sawfill Sausages. And uh, they're kind of like a, a group where, like, they're, they're underdogs. They're plucky, though. Scrappy. Oh, dude, they are scrappy as fuck. Yeah. Uh, like base hit, like pitching and defense. Dude, if 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 you're on the Sawfill Sausages and you hit a ball and like you clearly are gonna ground out, if you don't like try to run to first, you get kicked in the nuts by every single person on the team. Jesus so like, Christ. if you're like, even if you like hit a ball up and it's clearly a pop-up you know what i mean and it's you're gonna be out or whatever if you don't tr- you better be hauling you better ass. be hauling ass or it's your fucking or it's your ass or your nuts. balls yeah you're nuts yeah, yeah. they may- getting kicked in the nuts by 25 people so they plus the coaching staff right. it it is a very rare occasion just because people usually run out you know everything I mean, you're you're talking thirty five hits, you know. When you got backup catchers and that's stuff, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a lot of. So basically, it's a it's everyone's frightened of getting it. So everyone fucking works hard, dude. Yeah, because it would ruin you. It would ruin you to have thirty plus people kick you in the balls <laughs> in a well, row. Yeah, that's why people work. It would ruin. That's you. why people fucking work hard on this team, dude. It would ruin you for the rest of your life. And that happens every year? It happens to somebody? No, it's very rare. It hasn't happened in years. But the last time it happened, it happened to this guy. His name was uh, Squeaky Hamright. And uh, Squeaky (laughs) was a uh, a shortstop. And he was the best. Like, he would have been the best in the league. Like, you could not get... Like, if you were a right-hander... You're fucked. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. will hit it to him. He crushed right. He will destroy you. And even if you're left-handed, like, he threw out several left-handed uh, hitters in his career. Like, it's a whole, it's a long story. So, <clears throat> the point is that uh, things are pretty fucked up for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm living in L.A. Yeah. You know, I'm running a hot dog cart for some goddamn you, and reason. And, like, you think of that story of that one guy who got kicked in the nuts by everybody. Yeah. Some say that uh, after everyone leaves the stadium. Squeaky Hambright. They can hear the moans of Squeaky Hambright as he's kicked, as his spirit is kicked in the ball sack over and over 30 plus times and over again and that's been how long since this has happened probably about 80 years oh okay so there hasn't been one in like the modern era of no, baseball no, no. but that rule exists on yeah on mm-hmm. that team so what happens is um so you think to yourself like man i bet i could bring my uh fucking sausages to that uh, stadium, like I, I bet I could 
you yeah. know, make some serious coin. Yeah, or find a place like right across the street to post up, you know? Just get right so there. So you, you call the uh, business administrator and you uh, of, of the team. You call them. Yeah. They're like, hello, this is um, Dirk Walgreens. How can I help you? <laughs> I'd say, hello, Mr. Walgreens. Uh, I am a local food cart. Because I love food. Uh, great. Um, I have a, a hot dog cart. And I'd love to hang out outside of your ballpark as people leave. Is that an option? He goes, hot dogs, huh? Yes. Yeah. Aaron, I would be proud for you to serve your hot dogs in our mother fucking parking lot. <laughs> cool, man. That's all I wanted. Do I need a permit goes, or anything? I got or? you, dude. He goes, What's my hot dog cart called? It's called um, Dogging Around. D-O-G-G-I-N apostrophe around. And the A is shaped like a paw. <laughs> so, uh, you open uh, Dogging Around uh, at the new uh, stadium. And it is like fucking, like you were doing pretty well like when you first started, you know, Dogging Around. But yeah. now, dude, like you are dog in a marathon that's how fucking good you are doing yeah. people are like as they're walking in they see you and they're like huh and as they walk out they see you and they're like what so like you are making dogs all day long yeah and the money is starting to pile in and uh one night you're hanging out and uh, you, you've bought yourself a uh, pretty modest uh, two-story townhouse in uh, this in in L.A. And I bought a I made enough money running a hot dog cart to buy a modest town two-story two townhouse town. in two-story town in a part in LA. of L.A. that's called. Uh, Coolsville. <laughs> so you're yeah. living there, and uh, things are going. Like I said, they're going pretty good, uh, like financially. And this is one hot dog cart has generated this much wealth. Yeah, you're very good at it. Okay. So you're sitting around, and one night you're kind of like looking out uh, at the uh, the ocean, uh, and you're you're like, is this all there is to life? You know what I mean? Like, like you're kind of like a, a fucking workaholic as far as this uh, whole hot dog thing goes. So yeah. you're just kind of like living by yourself. You know what I mean? Um, uh, like a, in a two story. Whenever town. your your feet touch the ground, it echoes. So whenever you walk around uh, your house, it just echoes, and you just feel kind of you know alone and lonely. So um, you're kind of like yeah. you kind of feel like a little weird about it. 
And uh, you're kind of sitting there. You're looking out at the ocean. And suddenly, from downstairs, you hear like a uh, like a noise. What do you do? What the fuck kind of noise is that? You don't know. You just hear a noise. I would turn my lights on and go see what the fuck is in my house. You walk downstairs and... Um, turn on the lights and in the kitchen uh yeah. sitting uh at your uh your table is this guy he's eating some cereal i call it i call the police immediately immediately <laughs> do i have a weapon of some no. kind so as, as you reach for the the phone he goes he looks up and he sees you he goes oh! he throws uh his like a spoon and like knocks the uh, the phone out of your hand and he goes, hold on, man. Like, just, just, let's talk about this. What do you do? I pick up my phone. I call 911. So he throws his, uh, he has another spoon. He throws it at you. He was eating cereal with. How many spoons do you need? He was eating cereal with two spoons and two hands. <laughs> so he throws it and it knocks, uh, you know, the phone out of your hand. And he goes, just give me a second, man. He goes, let's talk about this. I'm going to continue. I'm going to yell, get the fuck out goes, of my look, house. My, and I'm going to continue to try to he call He goes, my name me. is Vesuvio Parmesan. This fucking guy. He goes, look, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were home. I thought that uh, you'd be home in a little bit. So I sat here to try to. You broke into my house. He goes, yeah. You broke into my home. He goes, I thought you were going to be here later. He goes, I was just going to wait for you so I could talk then to you. show up when I get here. Fuck he goes, you. I thought I did. No. He goes, anyway, what am I saying? Uh, again, my name is Vesuvio Parmesan. He goes, look. You were in my house. I'm calling the cops. So you called 911. They're like, uh, 911, yeah. this is Amy Lauderdale. Just got a divorce. Oh, Jesus Christ, Amy. I go, there's a man in my house. Like, yeah? He's thrown multiple spoons at me. <laughs> He's stealing my cereal. I want somebody over here she right goes, away. Um, oh, wow. She goes, yeah, we have uh, uh, our boys in blue on the way. But is he single? I don't fucking goes, know. I just got a divorce. I understand that. And best of luck to you. Goodbye, and I'd hang up. So Vesuvio Parmesan looks at you. He goes, look, Aaron, I know this looks bad, but I promise you, I didn't know you were in the house. I thought you were going to come by here later, and I could talk to you. I was kind of hungry, so I'm eating, you know, your smacks. I'm so pissed off when you break into my house. You know I'm coming by here later. Then just fucking wait for me to show up. Don't break in and steal my goddamn goes, cereal. Aaron, I need your help with something. This is you're not off on, on the right. He stands here. up. You broke into my fucking house. He stands up. He walks over. He touches your uh, chest, right where your heart is. You feel like a slight jolt of electricity. What the fuck? This he goes. He goes. Aaron, will you help me? No. You broke into my house, and the cops are coming. 
The cops are coming. So um, you you suddenly hear like a a very strong knock. It's like, Mr. Brooks, it's the Los Angeles Police Department. I go and open and the door. And they uh, they see the Suzy Parmesan and they go, holy shit! And they like tackle him and like arrest him and stuff. And they go they go Aaron yeah. they go Mr. Brooks, thank you so much for calling us. They go, we owe you a debt. So they leave with Vesuvio Parmesan. They arrest him, take him into uh, the gulag. And so you're kind of like, what the fuck was that about? And uh, you're kind of like the next day you wake up and you think to yourself, like, that was such a like you remember like him talking to you and him touching uh, your breast and the electricity. And you're kind of like, what the hell was that about? And uh, you like walk outside and uh, you slip on a banana peel and uh, you fall down, uh, like, you know, a flight of stairs, and you break your neck, and you kind of go, oh! Two seconds later, you black out, you wake up, and you're fine. You have healed yourself entirely. And you go, what the hell? And you kind of stand up, and you look up, and that banana peel is on that fucking top of your porch or whatever, and you're like, why I oughta? And you walk up there. You slip on the banana peel again. This time you fall and you land on a uh, pitchfork. It goes into your eyeballs. And you go, why is there a pitchfork positioned in a manner that it would go into my eyeballs if I fell in that direction? I'm just telling you what happens. That, so that means there's a pitchfork in my yard. Handle first? <laughs> With the fork end sticking yeah, I up? guess so. So you kind of go like, oh, no, and (laughs) it goes right into your fucking eyeballs. And then uh, you black out. You kind of like come to and like you've pushed the the thing out of the pitchfork out of you. And you realize like, holy shit, like you can see. And you realize when uh, Vesuvio Parmesan touched you and uh, gave that electric jolt, he must have given you this like incredible healing factor. What do you do? Nothing. And what am I supposed to do? I mean, you could fight evil. (laughs) I mean, I have a hot dog cart that's like doing okay. Yeah. You know, like, everything seems like it's okay. So you go to work the next day at the hot dog cart. And you walk in and you're kind of feeling like pretty good because the cart's doing well. Your health is nothing you have to worry about because you have this healing factor from now on. Uh, so anything that happens to me, I'm healed. From. Everything. So you go. Like how long does it take? Um, just um, it depends upon the uh, the damage. If it's like something pretty catastrophic, it'll take you a few hours. Uh, if it's something not a big deal, like maybe getting shot once in the stomach, it'll happen pretty much instantaneously. Not a, well, you think getting shot is not a big deal? You think getting shot in the stomach is not a big deal? I mean, not deal. to you, not with that healing factor. So it kind of depends. But uh, regardless, it doesn't matter how long you're passed out for because it almost it's like instantaneous. You pretty much wake back up. So uh, you're kind of yeah. sitting there and you're like, hot dogs for sale? Who wants a hot dog with onions? And then suddenly uh, the U.S. government, like, 
swoops down. Like you, you suddenly hear like a, like what? And you look up, and this like helicopter comes down, and it says U.S. government on the side. And these these guys jump down. They all, three of them, they all punch you in the balls at the same time. Why? Why would they do that? Take you to the helicopter. Uh, for the next 20 years, uh, you are used as a test you. subject for uh, weapons. So Fuck basically, you. they're like, oh, we have this gun. Uh, how will this, you know, will this, if we shoot someone in the head, what'll happen? So they shoot you in the head, and then you kind of heal instantaneously. But everything hurts really bad. It's not like you're invincible. You just heal. So it hurts really, really bad. So the next two decades, like I said, you're a uh, sort of a test subject for uh, the U.S. government for weapons. And then one day, finally, this uh, woman uh, runs into uh, where you're kept. This woman has long blonde hair. She runs up to you and she goes, you're free. And like touches like uh, this button and suddenly like your shackles come off and you land and you turn to her and you go, Thanks. How can I repay you? And then she chops your head off what with the an axe. Fuck? Why? She jumps up and grabs your head and she goes, yes. And then like takes out a piece of paper and crosses something off. She was doing a, a scavenger hunt. <laughs> and one of the items was your decapitated head. <sighs> So scavenger hunts get pretty intense in the future, <laughs> is what you're saying. I mean, this one did. God damn. It hurt. Everything hurts so bad. That fucking sucks, Pat. That fucking sucks. <laughs>